This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, so we're uh, beginning Daf Shavua, Daf Kuf Dalet Amar The Mishnah begins: Chaltsa Urakaka Avaloi Kara. If the woman removed the shoe and she didn't, and she spit and she didn't say the psukim, Chalitza Sukshera the Chalitza is kosher. Kara Urakaka. If she read the psukim. And she spit, and she didn't remove the shoe, the chalitza is pasal. So if she removed the shoe and she spit and she didn't say the pasuk, it's good because saying the pasuk is not ma'akev, it's not a ma'isa. And it says, the only thing that's ma'akev is the ma'isa. If she read the pasuk, she spit, and she didn't remove the shoe, the chalitza is pasal because removal of the shoe is a ma'isa. However, if she removed the shoe, she read the Pasuk, and she didn't spit, Rabbi Lazar says, Rabbi Lazar says, spitting is critical, Rabbi Kiva says, it's not critical. Rabbi Lazar says, let me explain to you, why spitting is critical. It says, like this, you should do anything which is doing. Yes, saying the pasuk is not doing, but removing, um, but spitting is a maisa and it's ma'akev. Amar le Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva said, Misham Raya, from there it's a proof. So should be done to the man, which implies anything done to the body of the man is ma'akev. Spitting is not done to the man. However, spitting is not done to his body. It's nothing is happening to his body. Yeah, you're spitting at him, but it's not something being per, done on his body. And therefore, according to Rabbi Kiva, it's not Ma'akiv. A deaf mute who had his shoe removed. The hacharesh says shecholza or a deaf mute that did chalitza. The choilat says lekatan, or if she did chalitza to a katan, chalitza sabsula. If either party is a cheresh, or if he is a katan, the chalitza is pasul. Katana shecholza, a katana that did chalitza tachloitz mishatagdos. She should just do it again when she gets older. Viyam loy chalitza. If she doesn't do chalitza when she gets older, chalitza sabsula, the chalitza is pasal. Chalitza bishnayim. If she did chalitza with two, ay bishloisha, or with three, two or three dayanim, and imtza echameyam karayv. Let's say she did chalitza with two, or three, and one of them was a relative. Ay pasal, chalitza sabsula, the chalitza is pasal. Rab Shimon, Rab Yochanan, Asandler, Machshirin. Rab Shimon, Rab Yochanan, Asandler say the chalitza is kosher. Umaisa beechad shechalatz beinay lebeina. There's a story about someone who did chalitza all by themselves. Bebeis ha'asurim in jail. Uba maisa lefnei Rabbi Kiva bechichsher. And the story came before Rabbi Akiva, and he was machsher the chalitza. So we have three opinions. Tanakama says you need three kosher witnesses. Um, Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yochanan Sandler are machsher whether 
you did with two or three and one of them was puzzle. And Rabbi Kiva says even one is kasher. So the Mishnah began that Kriya is not Ma'akev. That if you have one per, that if you do not do Kriya, if you do not read the Pasuk, Kachaya Salaish, it's not Ma'akev. Amar Rava Hashad Amar Kriya Lai Ma'akva, Lefikach, therefore, Ilaim Ve'ilmas, a mute man or a mute woman, Shachotsu, that did Chalitza Chalitza Sankshera. Because since reading the Pesukim is not Ma'akev, if they're mute, it's a good Chalitza. So Gemara asked, now we learned in the Mishnah, a deaf mute that did chalitza, that had Chalitza done to him, and a mute woman that, had, that did Chalitza, now why is a Cheresh not able to do Chalitza? My time, is it not because they can't read? So we see that Kriya is Ma'akev. Mara says, no, that's not the reason why. It's not because they can't read. It's because they're not B'nai Das. If someone can't, is a deaf mute, then they don't have Das. They're not B'nai Das. So the Gemara says, Ihachi ilayim ve'ilmas nami. So then someone who's deaf-mute also should not be able to do chalitza. They also don't have das. So the Gemara says, not true. Amarav ilayim ve'ilmas b'nei de'aninu. They are b'nei de'o p'umayhu de'kavluhu. They just can't talk. Ay v'ha'amri d'bei rabiyanai l'fisha'inai be'amar v'amra. But Rav Yanei says that the reason for the Mishnah of why a Cheresh and a Chareshes can't do Chalitz is not because they're not B'nai Das, but because we, they can't talk. So it's because they can't talk then, and Elaim and an Ilmis should not be able to either. When Rav taught his din, about an Elaim and illness is going on the Seifa. That someone, a deaf mute that had Chalitza done to them, or a deaf mute that did Chalitza, or someone who did Chalitza from a Kata and the Chalitza's puzzle. So if that's the case, and that's assumed because they can't talk, Amarava Hashadamid Kriya Makva. Now that we see that the reason for Cheresh is because they can't talk, therefore an Elaim and an Ilmus that did Chalitza the Chalitza's Pasol. I mean, the Mishnah is comparing a Cheresh to a cotton, and obviously the reason of a cotton is because of Das, because the cotton can read. But that's not the reason for a cherish and a chereshes. Because Rabbi Anai said, it's because they can't talk. So, good question. So, the question is, so where did Rabbi Anai get that from? Maybe it's, where did Rabbi Anai get it? It's because they can't talk. Maybe it's like you're saying, because they don't have das. That's Toysis' kasha. Um, 
But Rabbi Yanai said it's because they can't talk, even though you would have thought it's because they don't have das. Now, so now the question is, so then why is Kriya Nama'akev? If the reason why a Cheresh or an Elaim can't do Chalitza is because they can't talk, so then why if you do, if somebody removes the shoe and spits and doesn't talk, is it good? You know why you don't have to talk? Because if you're able to talk, you don't need to. But if you're not able to talk, then it's a problem. Just like we say by Menachais, anything that's fit to mix, mixing is not ma'akev. But anything which is not fit to mix, mixing is ma'akev. Okay, next case. They sent to the father of Shmuel, Let's say a Yavama spits before Bezden, but she doesn't remove the shoe. And she doesn't read the Psukim. So the halacha is, she has to do Chalitza. And she becomes disqualified from doing Yibam. She has to do Chalitza. We see she becomes puzzled from the brothers. So that means, obviously spitting is important. If you held you didn't need to spit, then why would spitting alone answer her to the brothers? So Gemara wants to know, Mani, who is this in accordance with? If it's Rabbi Akiva, Hashta, now, Rabbi Akiva holds, spitting is not ma'akev. If in a place of a mitzvah, at a time of a full-fledged chalitza, where spitting is a mitzvah, you can make the following case, that when somebody is able to do something, it must be done. Sort of the opposite of the argument of kala roi labila ein bila ma'akeves, but there's an argument that can be made the other way. That we learn out, we're going to see from the Emurim, the Emurim of the Tamid, that if they're around, they need to They need to be consumed, but if they're not around, they don't need to be. It doesn't matter. So, we use the following argument. If in a place of full-fledged chalitza, where it's a mitzvah to spit, that you could compare it to the emurim of a carbon. If they're not around, they're not ma- it's not ma'akif. And when they are around, it's ma'akif. So that means there's more of an Indian to spit when a person comes to do chalitza and yet Rabbi Kiva says it's not ma'akiv there. Amar Rabbi Kiva loy ma'akva me'achin if salah. So you think if you just do spitting it's going to passel onto the brothers? Meaning when it's efshar laruk it's not ma'akiv. Certainly where she just spits it should not do anything. 
this goes like Rabbi Lazar, who says in the Mishnah, spitting is ma'akiv. If you don't spit, it's not a good chalitza. So we see spitting is a significant part. But the thing is, in the world of Rabbi Lazar, yes, you need to spit, but you also need to remove the shoe. And one without the other should not do anything. These are two items that matter, spitting and removing the shoe. Two things that are matter will not be affected one without the other. Rather it goes like Rebbe, that when you have two things that are matter, doing one of them will accomplish something. Tanya, what's an example of two things that are matter together? So you say, I don't understand. We're learning Yivamas Kavdalat. It's almost Shavuos. And like, where's the Inyane Shavuos in the Gemara? We're already close enough to Shavuos that every blot in Yivamas should be Inyana Diyama. So that's why, right, here we have it. There's something called Kivseas Atzaras. The sheep of Shavuos. And you also have Shtei Halechem. The Shtei Halechem are not holy that they would become possible if they leave the Mikdash, only if the Kivsei Atzeres are shechted. And even though you're going to wave the Lechem, Rashi says, the Tenufa of the Lechem will not be Mekadish the Lechem, only the Shechita of the Kivsei Atzeres. So it only becomes, the Lechem only has a din of Sal HaMatzois by shechting the Kivsei Atzeres. So we say, Ella Karebi, this goes like Rebbe. Rebbe holds that two things that are needed, each one is significant. The Tani will learn to embrace the Kivtsei Atzeres, the sheep of Shuas in Makachin Alechem, do not sanctify the Shtei Alechem that accompany it, Ella Beshkita only by Shechting the carbon. Keitzad, Shachton Lishman, if you Shechted it, Lishma, Vizarak Daman Lishman, and let's say you sprinkled the blood of the carbon Lishma. Then kidesh halachem. Then you're a mekadesh the bread. If you shechted it lishma and you sank and you sprinkled the blood, lishma you sanctified the bread. But shachat shaloy lishma. If you shechted the carbon shaloy lishma v'zarek lishma and you sprinkled the blood lishma, loy kidesh halachem. You didn't sanctify the bread. Or shachtan lishma. If you shechted lishma and you sprinkled the blood shaloy lishma, then kadosh ve'enai kadosh. It's holy, but it's not holy. What do you think it means? It's holy, but it's not holy. Rashi says, it's puzzle belina. It's puzzle, excuse me, beyoitse. It's just you can't eat it yet. So then, we see according to Rabbi that when you have two items that matter, one of them, if you do one of them, it will still have somewhat of an effect. So too by Chalitza, Rakika is Ma'akev. And if you just do Rakika, it's not going to matter her Lashuk, but it will answer her to the brothers. Reb Lezab, Reb Shimon Oimer, La'oilam enoi kadosh atshi yishcha lishman v'yizek daman lishman. So we're saying it goes according to Rabbi who holds that when you have two matirin, if you just do one of them, then it has an effect. Likewise, 
Rebbe is of the opinion, Rekika is Ma'akev, and therefore if you just do Rekika, even though it's not going to asser, even though it's gonna, not going to allow her to marry Lashuk, it will asser her to the brothers. Okay, Rabbi Isai, thank you everybody for joining us on this fine Tuesday evening. Mesechas Yivamais. And I wish everyone tremendous bracha v'hatzlacha, especially in learning Mesechas Yivamais. And tomorrow's Wednesday night shir is about whether you're allowed to learn Mesechta Yivamais. Is it mutter to learn Mesechta Yivamais? And we're going to learn about what was the last Mesechta Rashi learned, different steroids, and uh, a lot of interesting chidushim. Uh, Okay, everyone, thank you very much for coming. Have a great night. Call Tov. Call Tov. Bye-bye. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.